He's in here. Thank God for Pastor E.C. Thank God for you, Stephanie. Thank God for every one of you. Consistently lift up your voice to God. God hears you. God hears our prayer. God is here with us. His presence is beautiful. And I just ask that um, this morning we just tune our hearts. This morning is just about tuning your hearts. Tuning your hearts. I just hear in the spirit, just tune your heart. Just tune your heart. Just be overwhelmed with the presence of God. I bring the presence of God into wherever you may be right now. I just feel that atmosphere with the presence of God. I just raise a holy desire in your heart. I want you to say, my heart and my flesh cry out for you, the living God. Oh, I just want you to lift up your own voice and pray. Lord, my heart and my flesh cry out for you, the living God. My heart and my flesh cry out for you. You're all I want. You're everything to me. I long for you. More than the deer longs for water. More than the watchmen wait for the morning. My heart and my flesh cry out for you. And my flesh cry out for you. Oh, my, and my flesh cry out for you. Hey, my, and my flesh cry out for you. In my face, I cry out for you. Thank you, Father God. We declare your presence. We come before your temple courts, O God. Release the aroma of your spirit, O God. We desire your presence, O God. Our hearts cry out, our body. This estate in which we dwell, this garment which we wear, which our spirit man wears to cry out for you. We long for you. We yearn for you. We desire you. This morning is about your presence. We just want to come into your presence. You come. I don't want anyone, first Lord, to pray from duty or pray from the place of this my job to do. Let it be a delight that we gather unto you. Serving you is not a chore. Worshiping you is a privilege, is an honor to worship you. We love to worship you. It's a cry in our spirit, a holy desire that yearns for you. We hunger for you. We desire you. Our spirit man longs for you. There's this holy importunity on the inside of us. There is this holy draw on the inside of us. There's this holy calling on the inside of us. And we cry out for you. We cry out for you. Manose kabapuri tamahai in the sakamodibrakute. Oh, I just need you to release your prayer language this morning, wherever you may be, 
whatever time it may be where you are, just pray in the spirit. My heart and my flesh cry out for you, the living God. Oh my God, I love you so much. I long for you. I hunger and thirst for you. Release your grace in my life and in my world, oh God. Let your name alone be glorified. Let your counsel be established in my heart. Let your mercy flow to me, O oh God. This day, O oh God, I give you this hour and the seasons ahead of me that it will be for a difference, for a change, because your presence will literally visit me. Thank you, Father God, who bless you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, mighty God, who will give you all the glory. We worship you, honor you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The first, the first quote I have to share with you is number one: is change the way you think. Change the way you think. So, and this is from Acts chapter three, verse nineteen. So if you may turn your Bibles to Acts 3, this means me. I would like you to turn your Bibles there. So, Acts 3, verse 19, it says, from the New Kingdom Station, it says, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached to you, whom the heavens must receive. Until the times of the restitution of all with God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets in the world. Yeah. Acts chapter 3, verse 19 to 21. Since change the way you think that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. This is not just a scripture for an individual, this is a scripture for the nation. Change the way you think that times of refreshing. May flow from the presence of the Lord. I know that we've prayed for Nigeria. I know that we've tarried. I know that in diverse platforms and in diverse communities, prayer is going on. But if we're not seeing times of refreshing, it means that this job is not complete. And the first thing the Spirit of God requires of us is to change the way we think. And that goes into the same direction as the presence of God. Like, if there's no refreshing, then you need to change the way you think. It says, repent and be converted. This was Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost to the Jews, to people who knew God in a particular way, to people who understood God in a particular way, and he told them, adjust yourself. This adjustment will produce rain. This movement of yourself will produce, produce a harvest. And the harvest will be times of refreshing. And he says, then you will receive Jesus Christ. We was spoken to you before. And the heavens must retain him until the times of restitution. The times of the restitution of all things. There's a coming time called the time of restitution. And we can call for that time of restitution. But the starting point for us calling for the time of restitution is repentance. Is repentance. And God begins to ask us to repent. 
and call forth the times of restitution. So that's where I want us to start from this morning. And I want us to say, God, is there anything that I have understood that is wrong? Is there anything that I know that is not accurate? Is there any mindset I hold on to that is not proper? This message was to the Jews. They were people who called themselves the sons of Abraham. They were people who called themselves the people of God. They couldn't understand why they needed to repent again. They couldn't understand why they needed to re renew themselves again. It says the heavens must hold back Jesus Christ. It says the heaven must hold back the manifestation of Jesus Christ until the times of the restitution of all things. So sometimes when we come to God, it's a prayer. God, is this the time of restitution? So there are several things we need to do. Number one is to change the way we think. So you come to God. Sometimes we come to God too confidently as if we know all that God is going to do. And God is mighty and vast. Think about I give this example. Think about explaining fish to a skyscraper. Think about explaining to a fish what a skyscraper is like. You can tell him, you know, tell the fish like, oh, a skyscraper, it goes really high to the sky. The fish cannot understand the reality of what a skyscraper is, talk less of living in it, understanding why you need a skyscraper. But we, who are human beings, with our natural brains, we try to conceive who God is. I can tell you that any measure of God we understand by revelation is a gift. It's just God trying to say, okay, I want these people to get me at a particular level. And he opens up our tiny brain and just feels a little bit of revelation inside of it. So the Bible says we understand in part, we know in part the complexity of the work of God. And yet we beat ourselves on the chest as if we know. No, you don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we know in part. We prophesy in part. We speak in part. Our knowledge is not perfect. God wants us to enter into his realm. And in his realm, when we shift the way we think in his realm, he begins to reveal to us how he works. So this morning, I want you to say, Lord, I shift into your realm. Let that be your first prayer point. I receive the wisdom and the grace to shift into your realm. I shift into your realm. I shift into your realm, almighty God. I shift into the place where you are. I declare your glory. I declare your power. I'm moving into the place where your glory is. Let's pray on that together for a minute. Lord, this whole nation, raise up men who shift into your realm. In this whole Nigeria, let there be repentance upon the land. Let men change the way they think so that this time of refreshing will come from your presence. Yes, Lord God, ye kama no steka balito saba, ina so kobo dosta. Yes, your glory is waiting, oh God. Your power is standing by, oh God. Your strength is waiting for us in Zion, oh God. And we declare your glory, oh God. Let your presence be real. Let your power be manifest, oh God, as we live on you, O God. Makano satabalito sakabarito. Mendesakama nimbo shekrali ibrakuteba. Handazika mashekotama. Yes, Lord, we receive that grace from your presence, O God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Change the way you think. At times of refreshing may come. So, Lord, we repent, O oh God, and we receive your refreshing. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Something else I know that God wants us to have in this time, you know, at a time when everybody is going berserk, at a time when people are so distraught and disheartening, I always, God always takes me to see where he sits. And Psalm 2 explains it very well. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. And he says, behold, I have set my king in Zion. That position of God really amazes me. Either he knows something we don't know, or he wants to do something we can't fully comprehend yet. But that's God's position. And it's a very amazing position. Because if you have all power, you know what you're going to do. You're not going to be moved by the affairs of earth. And you know the earth is always bringing one story after the other. Wherever in the world you live, if you live in America right now, there's the scale of World War III. It's like the administration is moving the world towards, towards extinction. It's like all the actions of embracing Ukraine when you have a global power on the other side. It's driving, it's driving everyone to the precipice. It's like the, it's like the administration holding on to Taiwan is driving the U.S. towards war with China. It's as if everything they're doing is sort of like wrong and just trying to hold on to things that are going to make them, make them explode in war. And the effect of the war they're triggering is falling on the rest of the world because whether you like it or not, this is the, this is the American empire we're in the Pax Romana, we're in the Pax Americana right now. And in the in the building of civilizations, we're in the American civilization. This century is the American civilization still. We know that there's a rise of China, but really this is the America, this is Pax Americana right now. We live in nobody has the military firepower or the strength of America right now, whether technologically wise, whether ammunition, whether the budget for military spending. And the, the Russia is stubborn enough, China is stubborn enough, and these two powers constantly said the two Americans are living in this fear that a world war will break out. And if you keep looking at these things, your heart will melt. If you come home, the devil is always creating one story for you or the other. First, it was world scarcity. Second, he was bank notes being, being changed and becoming scarce. Businesses packed up. People tried to readjust themselves and nobody is doing extremely well by it. And then this political impasse. And if you look at the wind, if you look at the circumstances, everything looks bleak. And we may command fire from heaven, but sometimes what God needs is an idea. He said to minister to me called the holy dance. The holy dance. Dance the holy dance. <laughs> it's like when you see the whole earth confused, when you see men not knowing where to go, come away with me. And it took me to the book of Exodus and began to speak to me about walking with him and how to court the presence of God, and how even though the earth is renegade, and even though the earth is broken, we can have something called the presence of God. Even when the things we prayed for have not yet happened, we can have something called the holy dance. We can have a holy romance. We can be good in the midst of a broken world. Until the promise of God comes, we can be waiting with a dance. Until everything God has promised has come, we can actually be rejoicing in the presence of our God. And in there, he will delight us with joys that earth doesn't know. Like John Piper said, God is most delighted in us when we are most pleased with him. I want to repeat, God is most delighted with us when we are most pleased 
with him. God is most delighted in us when we are most pleased with him. When your heart rejoices before God, when your soul raises itself in the presence of God, God is most delighted. When you know that God is your real pleasure, when you know that God is your real joy, when you know that God is everything you're living for, everything becomes different. And I just want you to reach out beyond the anxiety, the pain, the tears of this hour into the presence of God. God is most delighted in us when we are most pleased with him. May that resonate in your heart. May you find the pleasure of worshiping. There's an old song that says, I will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence is fullness of joy. There is nothing, there is no one who compares with you. I take pleasure in worshiping you. I love you, Lord, more than anything. And this is the anthem of songwriters, the love for God. I want every one of you to enter into a holy dance today. Let today be the day when in the presence of God, you are dancing in the presence of God. You have a romance with the spirit of God. May you come into the place where God lives. May you ask God to welcome you into the courts of the living God so you can have the atmosphere of God. When the world chokes life out of you, you we need a holy dance. Imagine if all believers in the time when this election result was, was announced entered into a holy dance. Imagine if we all come to a place when we can feel the presence of God. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, in your prayer, you will show me the path of life. For in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Ah, you will show me the path of life. Life is not a particular man being a president. Life is not a nation being good. Life is not everybody going to school. Life is not money in everybody's bank account. God, you have the path of life. You will show me the pathway of life. For in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. This morning, I release the holy dance. Ah, This morning, I release the holy dance that our hearts may delight in God. And our spirit will rejoice, not because our country is getting better, but because God is who he says he is. I want us to take our eyes above the storm and see where the Lord reigns and the Lord rules and the Lord sits with his power and his authority. Yes, Lord God, we release a holy dance. We release a holy rhythm. We release a holy flow. My spirit dances to the rhythm of your heart. I sing with your heart. You want me to move, so I move. You want me to speak, so I speak. You want me to wait, so I wait. That everything we do is to the rhythm of God's heart. I release a holy dance. We release a holy dance. We release a dance of the presence. We release a dance of the oil. The unction of the spirit of God is going forth ahead of us as we journey and as a nation to the ends of the earth. We release the presence of God. And may the presence of God fall. May the oil of God's spirit fill the earth. May revival break out. And may the oil of God's transformation work the earth. Thank you, mighty God. Kendo sukaba shikuraya.
Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You know, you can't talk about the presence of God without feeling him. I just feel the presence of God this morning. I just feel the atmosphere of God's spirit. I just feel God drawing to us. I just feel him filling your room. I just feel him washing your heart from anxiety. I just feel him renewing your heart. I just feel the replenishing of God in your soul. I just feel him breaking the barriers of warfare and anxiety on the inside of you. I just feel the Lord coming in with light and freshness and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Amen. The next scripture, the Lord ministered to me as I anticipated and received this message was Exodus 33. And if you may, I would like you to turn your Bibles to Exodus 33. Um, and we're going to read a few verses. Let's start from verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Depart, go off from here, you and the people whom you have brought up the land of Egypt, to the land which I swore to, your, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, To your descendants I will give it. And I will send my angels before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites, the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Hevites, and the Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, lest I consume you on the way. For you are a stiff-necked people. And the people heard, when, when people heard this bad news, they mourned, and no one put on his ornaments. For the Lord has said to Moses, said to the children of Israel, you are stiff-naked people. I could come up into your midst in one moment and consume you. Now, therefore, take off your ornaments, that I may know what to do to you. So the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeb. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp far from the camp and called the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that when that everyone who sought the Lord went out the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was that whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass that Moses entered the tabernacle at the pillar of cloud, descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses and all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose and worshiped each man in his tender. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend, and he will return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Then, Josh, then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up, bring up this people, but you have not said, you have not let me know whom you will send with me. And he said, yet you said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Therefore, now I pray, if I've found favor in your sight, if I've found grace in your sight, show me now your way. I may know you, that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not take us from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. 
So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you've spoken, for you found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. God says yes to Moses. Whenever we journey as a people, as a nation, this is not talking about individual journeys alone. It's a national journey. A national leader who knows God. A man who is after the heart of God. A man who pursues deep spiritual knowledge to lead the people. This was Moses. Despite everything that was going on, Moses is going, God, show me your glory. God, show me your glory. It's not about anything else. It's about your glory. When the people had the sad news that God will not be with them, ah, when the people had the sad news that only an angel will go with them, they cried, they agonized. There are so many lessons to unpack in this scripture. One is actually building the camp, the camp of worship, <laughs> where they had to go to the camp. This is the idea of disappearing from the people into the presence of God. Many times we live among civilians and we are soldiers. You know the reason why there's a barrack? Because there's a barracks mindset, a military barracks mindset. They create a military camp where everybody's unified in thinking. And as they make their way into the camp, you know that the camp of the military is different from the camp for the living style of the civilians who live anyhow. In a military camp, everything is organized. I don't know whether you've been to a military cantonment before that everything is organized. Everybody's house is measured. Ranking is clear. They don't debate who is boss and who is junior. Everything operates on the basis of rank. A junior will never be insolent to a senior. The seniors will support seniors first before they support juniors. It's a military camp. Moses did the same thing, put the camp of worship outside. And those who pressed him to know God went outside the camp. Every time men sought the Lord, they left the living of civilians. They went to the camp. Now, this camp represents the place of the ordinance of the holy. And every time Moses went there, something happened. The glory cloud came down and God began to talk Moses face to face. Ah, while all Israel froze by the doors of their houses, there was one guy called Joshua who never left the camp. What does that tell you? God never really wanted to destroy anyone. Their fear of God was totally unfounded. They didn't find the holy dance. Only two people found it. One, Moses. The second, Joshua. The one everybody saw was Moses. The one most people did not see was Joshua. He stayed in the camp of the holy and never died. He stayed in the presence of God and never died. While people were removing their jewelry, Moses reached out beyond the externals of worship. And Moses pressed into the presence of the Lord and had holy transactions. This is the time of holy transactions. In a time when the whole nation is crying, it's a time for a people who know their God to press in. When you hear this news that God will no more be with you, what was more important to you? Is it that you have political power? Some of us have vested interest in us having political power. But we don't, I don't see that same desire for the presence of God to go with us as a nation. Let the desire of the presence of God trump the desire for a particular person as our president. As a, as our president. Let the desire, let God, Moses cried and said, God, please don't take us anywhere if your presence doesn't go with us. Moses understood this divine romance. Moses understood what it means to taste and see that the Lord is good. He got it. He got it. And the Lord began to minister to Moses. Ah, <laughs> like Moses said, God, don't take us from here. Lord, 
if your presence doesn't go with us. Lord, we don't want to leave this place. Lord, we need you here as we go from here to lead us by your love and grace. May your presence fill us every day. May your spirit lead the way. Lord, to you we call. Let your glory fall. May your presence go with us. May the presence of God go with you into your world. May the presence of God fill Nigeria from the north to the south. May the presence of God fill the hearts of the discouraged. May the presence of God fill the hearts of believers everywhere. May they know the holy dance. May this be a time of the release of the holy romance. May there be the joy of abiding in the presence of God. May they find that, that in his presence there is fullness of joy. May the presence of God melt away our sorrow from a broken system, from a broken system, may truly the grace of God destroy the, our desire for anything else apart from God. Lord, we bask back in your presence. We thought that we can put our confidence in human government. We thought that we can put our confidence in a man. But today is the restoration of your presence. Is the elevation of who you are. We raise your presence. We raise the altar of who you are in our midst, O oh God. Ego we declare your presence. We have this holy romance with you today. We have this holy dance in your presence, O oh God. We have this holy call with you, O oh God. And we declare who you are. Father, I pour the oil of your presence on everyone on this call. I pour the oil of your presence. I pour the desire for who you are on this call, oh God, on everyone, oh God. May your presence fill our hearts. May your spirit lead the way in Jesus' name. And they desire the presence of God. The people remove their jewelry. They say it doesn't matter how to, whether they look beautiful or not. It doesn't matter how they looked. All they wanted was the presence. Say, all I want is your presence. All I want is to dance that holy call dance. All I want is your presence. And I want to remind you guys that when we all have a million dollars, in our bank account. When every child in Nigeria goes to school, when every highway is paved in Nigeria, even if we have yachts moored by the harbor and we have our waterfront homes, when there are trees by every roadside and lawns and meadows for all children to play, when everything looks beautiful and our economy is awash with cash, when per capita income per every person in Nigeria is $200,000 per annum, and the economy radically improves, when money is everywhere, man will still be desperate in need of God. Nothing will satisfy. We've seen it. Gone to the best societies in the world. One of my friends was shot blank in the face in Canada and he died. I lived in Copenhagen, it's the richest country in the world, but they also have the highest number of shrinks per individual. Like literally, man doesn't get better because of a better economy. Someone's voice is bleeding. Okay. Thank you. Man doesn't get better because of a better economy. We get better because we have the presence. We need to pray the presence of God over our nation. 
when every economic indice is made, is met, man will still be in desperate need of God. Let that holy desperation for God seize our land. More than we seek, seek political power, of course God is a God of justice and he will right the wrongs. Nobody's asking for freedom without, nobody's asking for peace without justice. Peace and justice and peace needs to go together. Peace without justice is not peace at all. So they need to go together. And God is the one to do justice. Let's, let's never forget that we can never get justice from men, the courts of men. Justice must descend from heaven. How can we get heaven if we're not aligned to heaven? If we don't desire heaven? If we don't want heaven? I speak the peace of heaven over you. I speak the peace of heaven. Everyone distressed about Nigerian election, I speak the peace. I speak the position of heaven over you. For heaven brings justice. God is, the scripture says, rain down righteousness. I think it's someone to say, I can't remember the sound. It says, rain down righteousness. Who is going to rain righteousness down? God. How can you ask God to do anything if you don't understand holy romance? Look at how, look at the place from where Moses makes holy demands. It's in the dwelling place of the court of the living God. And when he goes to God, what's the first thing he asks? God, don't send me without you going with us. It doesn't matter what we have. It doesn't matter the money. It doesn't matter who is in charge of our government. Go with us. Be with us. Lead with us. I'm sorry if my prayer points don't sound like what everybody else is leading, but I cannot get myself away from holy dance. Today, I just hear the Spirit of God say, dance with me. <laughs> dance with me. Release yourself into my atmosphere. Come and sit where I sit. Come and see what I see. How the earth is full of his glory. Towards the end of last year, God began to ask us to pray for global revival. Global revival. And, and we began to pray. And I could set up a group called Jesus Partners. And people were coming on the platform. We just prayed. Revive the earth. It says, it says, I'm looking for a people who are going to stand and say to me to restore the whole earth. And to bring an atmosphere of my presence upon nations. I'm looking for nations that I'm going to turn around and pour my glory in 2023. And I just heard God saying, revive the nations, draw my sons into my atmosphere, pull my people into my courts, into my dwelling place. Let people, let the nations be revived. Let cities of the earth. And we began to, we made flags of all the countries we could, Israel, United States, you know, Kenya, Ghana, especially the places where Manto Deborah had gone. We got their flags and we're running through the church and praying for the glory of God. The nations, the nations, the nations. And we're saying, God, revive the earth. Let your glory fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. And we're just declaring the glory of God and chanting the glory of God. Like, honestly, what the earth needs this time is the glory of God. <laughs> Man created in the image and the likeness of God is dirty, is crummy, is filthy, is swallowing and drinking the mire of their own putrefied order without the presence of God. It's the presence of God that washes man, that elevates us, that raises us. And I just speak that presence of God upon every one of us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Dance the holy dance. <laughs> I feel like rising up and just dancing. Dance the holy dance in the presence of God. <laughs> Enter the place where God's oil fills you. Enter the place where the life of the Spirit fills you. Without music, you dance the holy dance, knowing that the presence of God is with you. Ego shalom, brother. Pakute ima and this time. 
May you enter the place of the holy dance. This holy dance is not a casual dance of, of dancing to rhythm or because you're a good dancer. No, there's a flow between your heart and the spirit of God. There's a rhythm between your soul and the soul of God. You just know that God is involved in the affairs of men. This is something that Joshua found when everybody was so scared of the presence of God and hung by their tent door. Joshua came into the place. Joshua came into the place where the presence of God was flowing, where the grace of God was being released. Dance the holy dance this morning. This morning I released joy. I released the fullness of the presence of God. I took away, I sweep, I sweep up the garment of heaviness over the nation, over the land, over believers, over church men, who, over, over people who... Oh, you know, there are different categories of people who expected Peter B to win. They are the people who, put, who are men who put their hope in a man who believe that this, is going, this man is going to be our salvation. <laughs> like, are, of course he has his mandate. Of course there's massive rigging. Of course there's distress. But many of us don't realize our eyes moved off of God and our eyes was now on a man. The deliverer man. No. He's just not a deliverer. We don't even know his failings. We don't even know his weakness. Our, our, our hope is in the name of the Lord. Woe is us if our eyes have moved from God and man is now a deliverer. Then all of a sudden we're raising a saw. This is the one who is head and shoulders tall than everybody. We're now making a savior out of him. We know that the Lord is our savior. Jesus is our redeemer, not a man. So when we've done the best we can do, submit to God. Submit to God. Let God fight the battle. Let God lead the way. Let God show us what to do. That we may be led by the spirit of God. If you want to go on the streets, make sure you are led by the spirit of God. If you want to go out to write about it, make sure you're led by the Spirit of God. If you want to shift public opinion, may heaven give you the tools you use. It is the man who has a holy dance and partners with the Spirit of God that does all things accurately. May there be accuracy in your commentary. May there be accuracy in your speech. May there be accuracy in your heart because you know the rhythm of God's heart. <laughs> Pastor Chintok wrote the song, he says, Oh, what pleasure it is to dance to the rhythm of your heart. Hey, praise be to God who releases to us the atmosphere of heaven. And the children of Israel, they never journeyed. From this prayer of Moses, they never journeyed without the presence of God. They said, God, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't lead us from here. How will the world know? <laughs> it's your presence that makes the world to fear us. A holy dread comes when they heard about what, the, what God did to the pharaohs. Pharaoh, he just like, Pharaoh was an empire in his day. When they heard, when the nations heard what God did to the Pharaoh, when Philistia held what God did to Pharaoh, all of them, when they saw the children of Israel, they quake, they, they shut themselves, excuse my friends. They tremble. It's the presence of God that brings a dread of the people of God on anyone. It's not our own antics and our own manipulation. May the presence of God go with you today. May the dwelling place of the living God go with you. May you be able to ask God, show me your glory. Show me your glory. I don't want to know anything else. Give me your glory if your presence doesn't go with me. Dance the holy dance. May that be something that stays with you today in this season. Dance the holy dance. Dance the rhythm of God's heart. Dance the rhythm of God's presence. Oh, like a tame Ositama, bring me before your holy courts. Arraign me before the dwelling place of the 24 elders. May my eyes see what you see. 
that even though they add lies and wickedness, yet there's a God who reigns in the affairs of men to set down kings and to dethrone others, to pull down thrones and to push up the government of God. May this altar, may this platform which we sit in today be to the rhythm of God's heart. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Pray in the spirit for one more minute before I hand over back to Pastor Stephanie. I release water. I release grace into the praying altar of your sons and daughters. I release unction. I release the life of the spirit. I release the presence of God. And of all things to desire in this time, that the whole church will enter into your presence, that the whole company of your believers will enter into your presence, that everyone will find the water of your spirit pouring out, that we will hear and declare the verdict of heaven, that we will be in sync with the heart of the Father, that even as we put our jewelry aside, as we put our beauty aside, as we go outside the camp, as we pray for the heart of God, the main thing, would be to ask for the presence. For in your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, a delight forever. Give us your presence, oh God. Lord, give me your presence. How will the world know I'm yours, except I carry your presence? Nothing counts. No money, no economy, no buildings, no infrastructure. No power stability, no education for everyone, no health for everyone compares to your presence. There's nothing I do on earth. When everybody has money, man will still be hungry for something. And that's the thing I go for first, the holy dance in your presence. Amen. Over to you, Pastor Stephanie. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Moses. Let's just pray into everything we've heard this morning. Uh, while Pastor Moses was ministering, the scripture I was reminded of is that in Isaiah 61 that speaks about the garment of praise for the spirit of mourning, for the spirit of heaviness. And so I believe it is one of the things that the Lord is releasing over us in this season, um, the garment of praise. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus we receive the garment of praise this morning, Father, for the spirit of heaviness, for the spirit of mourning. We thank you, Father, for your garment of praise, which you have released and you are releasing over your people in this time in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the oil of joy that flows over each and every one of us. Baba, we thank you because we see this as a consistent thread, Lord, even in the prayers in the previous days, Lord, that you are releasing a joy, you are releasing a refreshing, oh God, you are releasing your spirit of gladness, Father, that is rooted in you. Father, we thank you because this will be our countenance, this will be our experience, oh God, the experience of a holy dance with your spirit, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because we are elevated to the vantage point of the spirit, Lord, where we see from the place that causes you to laugh. Father, because we know that you do not laugh because you are in denial. You laugh because you have the advantage and you have the perspective. And so, Father, Lord, we thank you because we are aligned with your spirit and we see as you see in the name of Jesus. And so we say yes and amen to your word. We agree, Father with your scripture and father we receive lord every blessing oh god that your spirit has for us today in the name of jesus we pray amen and amen praise god thank you once again pastor moses for such a powerful and timely message um i know that we have all been blessed um and so we pray that the lord will replenish you and the lord will refill you in the mighty name of jesus Amen. 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 Thank you all. God bless you. Thank you all. Amen. And bless you too, sir. And so we continue with the prayers again tonight, 9 p.m. West African time. Um, the messages will go out on the prayer ring groups and the prayer ring community. So yesterday we mentioned that the prayer ring community um, was created for easier, um, you know, um, communication. Um, but it seems like people are still with the community. We cannot.